Episode 49, Cab Rat. Listening to Star What the F***, the podcast where we talk about the Star Wars universe one useless fact at a time. My name is Marty Cobb, and with me today is Jason Tagmire. And today, Alex is, well, he's in his meditation chamber in the next room over and has refused to come in here to record, so. You might call it a cave over there. Yeah, it's something. It's kind of weird. I think I saw him putting on an Ultraman helmet Ooh. in there. It was really <laughs> weird. Like it's a very arm accurate. spinning down. So what is today's episode? What are we what are we talking about here? We're talking about a cab rat. Is that like a like my first guess with that is like Rizzo the Muppet driving a cab in New York City in one of the Muppets taking Manhattan or something? I would I would watch that. That was like a whole series if it was like Taxi Cab Confessions or something. But it's <laughs> Taxi the, Rat Confessions. Taxi Rat Confessions. <laughs> oh man. No, I'm excited. No, I want to watch that. Cab Rat is mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's actually the the, the in in the basic terms, it's it's Darth Vader's meditation chamber, which is the the little, it's like egg shaped, like if it closes. Little egg shaped, yeah, yeah. it closes. You may remember the famous scene in The Empire Strikes Back, where uh, Captain Piet walks into a room and he sees Darth Vader, and he's sitting at a table in his meditation chamber, playing with his Han Solo doll, <laughs> and and he's making the Darth Vader one. Uh, wasn't, the, wasn't that Spaceballs? Oh, I'm sorry, that's the wrong movie. Yeah, uh, Captain Piet. Uh, walks into the room, uh, and uh, you see for the first time Darth Vader's helmet going onto his head yeah. and the egg-shaped thing as it opens and turns towards Piet. So um, in uh, Star Wars uh, deeper, you know, uh, expanded universe terms, Darth Vader's meditation chamber or cab rat. If we're pronouncing that right. Cabrat? There's no U, so it's, it's just K A Q A B B R A T. We're gonna call it Cabrat. Or Cabrat was a life support pod that allowed the Sith Lord to to survive for extended periods without the helmet and mask of his suit. The injuries Vader sustained during the duel with Obi Wan Kenobi on Mustafar normally made this impossible. So it's a it's a like a recharging station. Yep, I would I would say. Yep, and. Uh, I want to first say that there is a reason why it is called a cab rat. Is there? Yes. Cab rat is ancient Sith, the ancient Sith language for meditation chamber. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the ancient Sith, uh, who in terms of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic era stuff, um, ancient Sith are an actual species of beings that invented the Sith and then the Sith eventually became they, they died out and so all the other species took over what the Sith was yeah um, so they had apparently they also had meditation chambers including a couple of examples here including Count Dooku Darth Sidious Lord Khan and Visa Mar and Darth Nihilus but did they so what I don't understand is did they sustain injuries and need these or is this all just full of crap <laughs> Uh, no. His was the only one here that's like, like, it's just like a little, like, room that they all had that they could just meditate in. It's yeah. like a silent sort of thing. Darth Vader's was very specific. It just had his little yep. medical needs. Yeah. Darth Vader's was, like, a life support of some sort. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm, sh- uh, it- it's surprisingly how undetailed 
some of this information. Yeah, this been. kind of thing you think would be would be much more detailed. Like you know, it would be like fully listed as to what it was capable of. But I guess the way they put it is that it was just super simple. I don't I don't know what. I think it was just a really cool set piece. I, <laughs> like that's what it comes down to. Well, did you know that that set piece was built on stage five of the Elstree Studios adjacent to the Executor Hallway and Bridge sets? Well, that's that's where you would want it, right? I guess next to the other sets. I don't know why I should know that information, but thank you. If I ever go to Elle's Tree Studio. uh, I'm sure it's not there anymore. I'm sure it's not. It should be. like They should be be. keeping that thing forever because it's so cool looking. People would come there and visit and pay money. It's like a clamshell. It It just like closes. Yeah, I want to see it like in action. Like I want to see it like open up and be like, oh, there's James Earl Jones sitting there. Wait, no, he didn't play Darth Vader, but... David Prowse. David Prowse, that's the word. Well, no, he's not allowed to do anything so any, anymore. So, <laughs> does anybody know about that? Should we talk about that? Uh, yes, it's uh, probably a good time to talk about that. Yeah, uh, David Prowse, who uh, is he the actual face of Darth Vader when he's um, like, do we? Is he like the actual face of Darth Vader? No, the I don't think Jedi? he was the face. I think he's just the body. Yeah. So David Prowse, he was um, the the bodysuit actor yes. for Darth Vader. Yep. Um, and uh, he used to go to conventions with every with all the other actors in Star Wars and and do like I guess autographs or whatever. Yep. I don't know who would want yeah. a David Proust one. Uh, same people that would want a Kenny Baker one, for example. That's true. Um, but I think Kenny Baker. No, I think Kenny Baker's a little more. I would want Kenny Baker. I don't know if I would want, and I would want Anthony Daniels, and I would want, you know, other, yeah, like suit actors. But I can't think of. I can't say David Prowse, but not that it matters anymore because you can't. Uh, David Prowse is banned from going to conventions, That's or at least hear. banned from going with conventions with George Lucas involved. Yep. If I recall, if, if, if at least that specifically, because George Lucas thought he was weird. I thought it was so there's something something specific, but I do know that he's supposed to be supposedly the, really weird. The rumor that I know that I heard was that he would like uh, he he would. Speak he would spill too many secrets, like way back when, like he, he couldn't keep his mouth shut. But what it says here is so in July 2010, Prowse was banned by George Lucas from attending official Star Wars fan conventions. And that's only like like Star Wars Celebration and things like that. So he could yeah. go to like Monster Mania down He probably street. does. He has, I know that. Uh, Lucas has reportedly given Prowse no reason other than stating that Prowse burnt too many bridges between Lucasfilm and himself. I have so many questions. You, like it, it only raises more questions. Yeah, um, and he did not play uh, Anakin, the face of Anakin, which was uh, Sebastian Shaw. Okay, thank you. I didn't know what that or not. Um, uh, and he was he was a bodybuilder, weightlifter, actor. So he was he was huge, and that's why they had him play. Darth well, Vader. that's that's why you get some six foot five. Dark. Six foot five. Is that taller or shorter than uh, than who? Uh, um, uh, the, Chewbacca, I can't remember. Oh, I think that's a little shorter. Yeah. Than um, Peter Mayhew. Peter Mayhew. That's. It. I'm sorry. No, Peter Mayhew's probably like six eight. Yeah. I bet. I would also want a Peter. I would also want a um, uh, Peter Mayhew before I would want a uh, David Prowse. But have you ever gotten uh, seven foot three? Holy Ooh. crap! No wonder. Yeah. Um, before we get into more meditation chamber, have you met any Star Wars actors? I have met young Boba Fett. I have too. It was at the same convention. I Daniel Logan. Yeah. Um, uh, otherwise, I have met 
I don't know, unless Dante from Clerks has a role in Star Wars <laughs> Episode Seven. Uh, I don't think I've ever met any other celebrity. Well, no, I guess I guess Felicia Day and Will Wheaton. I've, I've met them. Not in Star Wars either. No, so I I I can't say it doesn't. This, ad, admittedly, like there's no way that I would ever be starstruck to meet any Star Wars actor. None. I can't like. Not even like. Like Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford might be the I closest. I think you can't not be starstruck seeing Harrison You know, I think, though, actually, probably, like, Mark Hamill before Harrison Ford, because I look at Harrison Ford now in his days and think, that's a grumpy old man. I'm not going to walk up to him. It's true. I don't, and Carrie Fisher doesn't look exact, like, I know what she looks like now, but she doesn't look like Princess Leia, so it might not even cross my mind if I saw her right away. You might not somebody, know, yeah. Yeah. But, um, so mine, I've met uh, Daniel Logan. I've met uh, Ray Park, which was cool. Um, for those who don't know, Darth Maul. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I called Samuel Jackson Mace Windu on the streets of Philadelphia. <laughs> um, Nerd. So you know he pointed at me. So sure, that counts. Um, I met. Uh, it was a dwarf character that I know he was. An Oompa Loompa, but I believe he was in Star Wars as well. Wait, no, we figured this out in an earlier episode. He was, uh, what's his name? Droopy McCool. Oh yeah, that uh, was like, he was Droopy McCool. Oh no, no, I didn't meet Droopy McCool. Droopy McCool was, um, what's his name? Uh, oh man, Ray, uh, what's his name? From, uh, Willy Wonka. Oh, uh, um. Uh, Deep Roy. That's it, Deep Roy. Droopy McCool. Droopy I met McCool. someone else that, I can't remember who it was, he played like Gonk or someone. Like, he we played somebody about, really weird, yeah. Yeah, we talked about it in an earlier episode. And that might be about it. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't personally... There's there's a good deal of conventions around here that, that we do see, like I, uh, Billy D. Williams was at one not too long yeah, ago. Yeah, Peter um, Mayhew was at one down yep. the street from us, actually. So I didn't know about it until like after it happened. There's, I feel like that convention is always after it happened, though. Yeah, it's it's seriously like five blocks from our houses, and and we just never even realize it's it's going on. Yeah, and it's huge. All right. So anyway, so uh, back to Darth Vader's meditation chamber. Yeah. Um, or cab rat. Cab rat. Um, the I think the most interesting thing about cab rat or Darth Vader's meditation chamber is there are four of them. Yes, at least. In the legends that version. we know about, yeah. in the legends version of things, yeah, there's not four in the films. Yeah, um, we can go through each one of them because they're all kind of cool. Okay, so obviously there's the first one on the executor, where it's placed next to the holographics communication chamber used to communicate with Emperor Palpatine. Yep, and that's the one we see. Yep, in the film, this example was lost at the Battle of Endor. Mm, that's oh, sad. Yeah. So was Darth Vader, so <laughs> it makes sense that his meditation chamber went with him. Well, the executor, like, what, flew into the Death Star or something? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, It got really dark for them. Uh, they may have survived. Yep. And then the, uh, another unit was lost when the Terror was destroyed by Rookie One and Rue Merlin at Imdar Alpha. So that all sounds terrible. What's that from? I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess it's a video game. Rookie One sounds like... Like no, the, the terror the, is a. It's another star destroyer. Yeah. Um, it's the executor or executor. We still can't figure that out. Uh, class star dreadnought in service during the Galactic Civil War. Um, probably most known from Rebel Assault Two: The Hidden Empire. Whatever that is. That's a video game, I believe. Rebel Assault is a series of games. Yeah. Uh, Rookie One is apparently a. Um, 
a video game character. Yeah, he it was, was a 1995 of... LucasArts game, Rebel Assault 2, The Hidden Empire. Yep. Uh, he has a photo, rookie one. He's he's a per- he's an actor. He must have been in an FMV title. <laughs> oh boy, that's a. I'm curious now what that's like. So to me, that one's not that exciting. No, no, that one's just like oh, you know, there was another superstar destroyer with a chamber or whatever. So the next one was Lord Vader's palace on Coruscant, which to me is like. I'm very intrigued about that. Because I, I want to know when and how he had a palace on Coruscant. Oh, that's easy. There was an empty palace already there when he killed all those children. <laughs> <laughs> he just took it over? He just took it over. Well, why not? Like, he knew the area. It has all the secret Jedi information he could ever want. So let's talk about this. Darth Vader's palace was a building that belonged to Darth Vader. Okay. Okay. The palace was located within the Imperial City on Imperial Center, also known as Coruscant. So this has to be post. Of course. Well, it's it's. You know, it could be an old building, but technically, but. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's just like a tall city building. Um, the massive building was the same category and height of the as the Emperor's Imperial Palace and Prince Zizor's Palace. However, the Emperor's Palace remained the largest of the three. Of course, he wouldn't have it any other way. All three buildings within, within walking distance of each other accessed through highly protected corridors. So this was the rise of the Empire era, which when I guess that's, that's the twenty years between after that's Revenge of the Sith until New Hope. Okay. Um, this building looks suspiciously like uh, Stark Tower from the Avengers. Yeah, it, it does. It, it, like it. I just realized how very similar this is. It's it's it is like that. Yes, Darth Vader's palace. This was something I'm sure. See, it first appeared in Shadows of the Empire. So, before Coruscant became the the city planet that we know in the prequel movies, it was originally just the Imperial Center. Yeah, was what they called it. Like it, it appeared in Coruscant was first mentioned in Heir to the Empire, the first. Well, not the first of the extended universe novels, but the the first big one. Yep. Um, and uh, you know, it's like oh, they set it up. They set up the whole government there because it was the easiest place to do it. But you know, it's like a big deal that they do it. Um, oops. Um, so um, like it, it, it's 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 interesting. So like this information, there's a reason why it's like it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense when. When you include the prequel films, but it works. It's not like in twenty years they can't build a building. So no, I mean, yeah, things things can change. It would have changed pretty quickly, but I, they say that they had that all the way from one thousand BBY all the way to zero BBY. What that building? No, okay, Coruscant. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, oh, Coruscant has been the galactic center for a very long time. It's literally the galactic center as far as the world is concerned. It is the core world and everything else is the core worlds, the mid rim and the outer rim and the expansion regions and then the uh, the unknown. So if he's hanging out on Coruscant, he needs his life chamber. His yeah. you know if he's sitting at home he's like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a nap in my chamber. I'm gonna be able to like sleep. Also because of his health reasons. Yeah. Though I I am curious how much of the chamber actually is health related. I don't know. That's the problem I can't we can't figure out. Yeah. We don't know. We can speculate. We will speculate. I will speculate very little because they're saying other people have them. But there's other people could have health issues too. Yeah, the Emperor's is, not in you know greatest shape. It's true. Other people in the Legends canon, such as Darth Plagueis, also had 
breathing issues. Every Sith Lord has had breathing issues. It's not like the only it's one. It's like a prerequisite. It's like the only one is Palpatine. Like he's been the one that's managed to go so far without respiratory problems. Like he sounds a little weak. He sounds a little weak, but he's like the one that's like, I don't need a breather. I don't need an oxygen mask. He might. We might not see it. Yeah. Him like sitting in his office, like <sighs> into a breath mask and be like, okay, this is going to be another day to get through. It's too much accident to this. I'm going to get high off of it or whatever. Um, but before we speculate, there's one more interesting location. The most interesting. The most interesting. Uh, while uh, was also President Palace of Coruscant and at his private fortress, Bast Castle, located on Vion or Vun. Or as I call it, Vajun. Vajun. It sounds uh, wrong. Yeah, it does. Vajun. Vajun. So the secret sanctuary of Darth Vader, Bast Castle, was an immense black fortress near a beach on Vajun. Or Vyun. His personal home, Vader often retired to Bast when not on assignment for the Emperor. Very few sentients knew of his existence and here is solitude that Vader studied the dark side and attempted to learn what he needed to heal his broken body. After the death of both Vader and the Emperor, the castle stood alone, forgotten for years. I, this is it's so cool. Like this it is, is really like, cool. It is it's one of the coolest things. My only <laughs> issue is the word castle it seems weird to me. I guess it's just that it's old Star Wars. If you're Wars. Vader, you want a castle. Yeah, yeah, I want a castle. It's a pretty sweet. No, the fact castle. that it is a castle is it seems so ridiculous, but I guess it doesn't at the same time. It, it feels appropriate, but like at the same time, like it would if it would have been more like if it was like his floating fortress on Bast or whatever. It yeah, been like oh yeah, that makes sense. He, he needs to have a place to get away from it all. You don't think of him like getting away, like going yeah. to a beach resort. Well, that's the thing is like, that I don't think of that in any way. No, actually, this was an interesting thing that was brought up in another podcast and another. Uh, article I read afterwards, um, who I'm not going to mention the name of for some reason, um, where they mentioned that, where they talked about how you have to sit there, like, can you imagine Darth Vader doing anything else but work? Like, is no, there... No, that's the thing. Like, like, does Darth Vader liked pod racing when he was younger? Does he keep up with pod racing? Like, what does he do for entertainment? You when can't he just goes look. on that beach, does he take off anything? Like, yeah. Does he, like, let a little bit of, like... Leg show? I like, guess he doesn't he have much of legs. He can't. He can't because he doesn't have legs. <laughs> and he doesn't have any way of pulling off anything besides his mask without the helmet. Uh, but I have other questions about this Bast castle. Why does he have a meditation chamber at all if he owns his own castle that is for him? And solely? nobody else knows about it and like, it's in solitude? Why does he have a meditation chamber there when he could just like seal off the castle in its entirety? And just have it so that he can walk around without his helmet everywhere. Because there's something about that meditation chamber. I mean, it's fine for him to have a meditation chamber if it was like... If the meditation chamber suggested was soundproof. Okay. Let's put it this way. You have a medit... In your house, you have a meditation chamber. So meaning like you have a room I don't know if I have enough room for one of them. Well, uh, your best chair, for example. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um... And you might surround it by things that you enjoy. Yeah. No. If you have a huge castle, you still have a best chair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like the meditation chamber is like a big chair. No. I'm just curious as to, and nothing suggests this on this on this page, why the whole thing isn't just hermetically sealed. Yeah. And just so that he can like walk around. Like, do you need a meditation chamber, like an actual separate chamber inside of a room, when you also 
can just sit in that room that's hermetically sealed. It's not like... I assume that the meditation chambers are somewhat mobile in the sense that you can take them from ship to ship. Like, I assume you that... You had to get it there somehow. Yeah. I assume that most super Star Destroyers don't just have one built in just in sure. case Darth Vader gets there. He can just... There's just a room that he can place it in, usually. Like, he takes over the conference room, and that's his office for the day. So let's talk about why he might have wanted that, that chamber in his castle. Yeah. An arm extending from the ceiling removed, held, and replaced the helmet and mask. The chamber injected atmospheric gases and oxygen into the sealed volume from underfloor channels to sustain Vader. Built-in communication systems allowed him to contact, maintain contact with the outside. So... Which um, makes it not a meditation chamber to me. Like, like a meditation chamber is a room where a cell phone doesn't work. Yeah, this sounds like a spa of sorts. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it doesn't. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's like, um, it's much more difficult to do it on a larger level. So, like, having this small chamber inside your massive castle that does this, you know, the atmospheric gases and the oxygen... Um, you know, that removes the helmet. Like, it's easier to have this do it than the entire room. But he's, it. like, the heir to the Empire. Like, he's the second in command. If the Palpatine ever died, Darth Vader would obviously take over. What is money to him? Well, nobody knew about this place, so... That's true. Did the Emperor know? I don't know. Well, he could communicate with the Emperor from the outside, thanks to, uh... Uh, because it was set up with, a, like, a TV screen or whatever. No, I... it actually isn't, because it has to open for him to... Look at Captain Nita when he chokes him. It's true. Or not Nita. Um, the who, force he, doesn't go through meditation chambers. Who, did, who does he choke? He chokes um, Piet. 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 No. No. He. He. God. Dang it. I, I, oh, it was Admiral Kendall Ozel, who yep. had emerged from uh, light speed too close to Hoth. Altering the Alliance Echo's base. Alerting the Alliance Echo's base. So, um, anything else crazy about this castle? Uh, uh, because, I, like, Bass Castle is... They had a... So, what I think is interesting is there was a piece of concept art that Ralph McQuarrie made. Yeah. It, it's on the sand. There's some rocks. You don't see water. It's just on sand. And it looks... It looks more a like... a style to, like, Jabba's Palace, but more upright, you know. Yeah, it clearly looks more like... It looked, to me, what I take from this drawing is he drew it on Tatooine and yeah. Expanded Universe people changed it to a beach on another planet. Yeah. Because it definitely looks like it could be Tatooine. Yeah, there's no reason for him to have a base on Tatooine. No, it just looks like it. Like, it yeah. looks like other structures we've seen on Tatooine. Yeah. The sand just reminds me of a desert more than a beach. I don't yeah. know. It might be beachy. There's some rocks. Well, if you want to know something cool about Bass Castle, by the way, it appeared in a video game. Which one? Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. That's where, um, that's where you make your own character and you go yeah. in and you're a Jedi and you, your teacher is Kyle Katarn and you're like, let's do cool stuff. <laughs> your name is Jaden. Your name is always Jaden, no matter what you are or what your species or what your gender. Um, uh, and there's like a destroyed statue of Darth Vader in it. So I can tell you why. Why it, would there be a statue of Darth Vader in, a, in Darth Vader's castle? That was after. After he died. Oh. Okay. Yeah, like long after. Um, it was in... Here's something about his castle, his chamber in his castle, and might justify why it was his own room. It was within the privacy of these chambers that Vader could mourn his late wife Padme Amidala, or where he hid his lamented reflections on his terrible past from the Emperor Palpatine. He also attempted to heal the injuries, obviously, 
Uh, while he did succeed to some degree, his progress was minimal at best as the joy he felt upon healing himself banished the dark side and returned his body to a scarred state, a puzzle the Dark Lord was unable to solve. Well, the, the catch is... But all of that doesn't matter because the, the castle was... Nobody knew about the castle. You know what? I've mentioned this before, I think even on the podcast, that I cannot think of Anakin and Darth Vader as the same character. Not even just to protect my sanity. It's not like I'm saying, oh, I can't do it because then Darth Vader is ruined. I'm saying I literally cannot it's hard think to form of, a connection. There's no connection because the there's no build-up. The prequels did so, a really, like, really bad job of just ending as soon as he became Darth Vader. Exactly. It, like, it should have happened slower. It's like within the last five minutes of the movie. And then the first five minutes of episode four, um, he comes storming in. So we learn nothing about... Darth Vader. We learned plenty about Anakin and nothing about Vader, and I think that's a that's a problem with the prequels. Yeah, Episode three should have been, or he should have been Darth Vader in the first you know thirty minutes of the movie. Yeah, and that's why it's like hard for me to like look at it and go, and not think of that image of him mourning Padme as anything but ridiculous. To because me. it would be it would be great if we got that time with Vader. Yeah. Where he was just became Vader, yeah. and he still had somewhat of Anakin like in him. Yeah, you know he wasn't thirty years of fuel to Vader. Like he he had some of that Anakin stuff just didn't work its way out of his brain yet. Yeah. So seeing that on film would have been great. Oh yeah, it would have been very character building for a character who was already built, and maybe that was you know. Yeah, it, there's. There's better things you could have done with that. Yeah, it was all about building Anakin, not, it, not about building Vader. Yeah. And we have no connection from Vader to Anakin at this point. And it's, and it's also that, like... I mean, it's also that you could say the prequels do a poor job of setting up the fact that you are supposed to care about that. <laughs> like that Anakin, so that it makes the, the fall harder, but at the same time, they don't, they don't do a good enough job of making you care about Anakin. Yeah. So, like, because like, you could at least argue that, you know, if Darth Vader became Darth Vader at the end, at least, you know, you could have the, the tragedy of watching a character you beloved. Yeah. But you can't say that because there was nothing about Anakin to like. Because the, from the beginning, the character was like, I'm a dark, you know, I'm going to do dark things to be like, oh, why are we supposed to like you after you just killed, like, 400 sand people and their children? Yeah. Like, yeah, they may have kidnapped and done horrible things to your mom but that doesn't that doesn't really like we don't care <laughs> yep. like as general in like general it's like who who cares about your mom sort of thing it's 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 really sad well, we've talked about shmi shmi we, we've done a whole episode on shmi and what we think about shmi if we, we that's that's our prequel episode in the end run but poor shmi poor shmi so um I want to talk about some of the other meditation chambers and what they were used for. Yep. Visus Mar. Do we know who he is? No, actually. Uh, he was... His ship was the Ravager? Nope. Doesn't, um, <laughs> does not make any connections. Uh, it's a female, so it's not oh. a he. Oh, I'm sorry. Muraluka female from the mid-rim world of Qatar. Um, this is way back. 3952 BBY. 3950? That's way back before even like... That's very specific. That's... She has a lot of information that we should read up on. Yeah, um, that's a that's before Knights of the Old Republic. Knights of the Old Republic only takes place four thousand years earlier. She's from Old Republic to the Sith Lords. Uh, the Old Republic. She's mentioned in a Codex entry. Uh, um, Knights of the Old Republic two. 
Yeah, she was 39. That she must come back. I don't really know anything. About uh, she that could game. be alive for a long time. We don't know. It's true. Um, but Visas Mar, basically, she uh, was chosen to host a secret Jedi conclave, which consequently drew the attention of the Sith. Um, so Visas Mar had her own uh, meditation chamber, um, and it was it was given use of it by Darth Nihilus along aboard his flagship, the Ravager. She had her final meditation there before killing her master. So she killed Darth Nihilus. Darth uh, Nihilus was her master? Yeah, and she killed work? him. Uh, being the place where she finally felt the value of compassion. Also, Atris, I don't know who Atris is, had a large meditation chamber where she stored Sith holocrons. So you could hide stuff in there. Lord Khan used one aboard, aboard his flagship, the Nightfall, where he directed the forces of the Brotherhood of Darkness... Using his abilities of battle meditation. I actually know Lord Khan. Do you? Yes, he was the main... He was the... I guess you could call him the antagonist of the first Darth Bane book. Okay. Where he was the leader of the Sith. And he was attempting to unite the army of the Sith. Back in the Old Republic days, it was like a full army. Um, and he was trying to unite them. But Darth Bane thought that that was a futile effort. And that's why he established the Rule of Two. Which is that there can only be two Sith... No more, no less. One to embody the power, the other to crave it. Wow. Uh, Darth Sidious had one. Uh, the spire of the then Chancellor Palpatine's surgical reconstruction center on Coruscant. I want following the start of the Clone Wars. Can we can we name a, re- a surgical center right now after Palpatine? Um, <laughs> like he died a long time ago. It's a memorial. That would be amazing. So I have to read about this because this is a this is a find. I would call this a Star WTF moment. Uh, the Chancellor Palpatine Surgical Reconstruction Center, sometimes shortened to Chan Pal Sur Recon Center. How is that any easier to say? <laughs> crowned one of the tallest buildings on Coruscant. Uh, which makes sense because the Emperor also had the tallest building. It might even be the same building. During the Clone Wars, it was known as the Grand Republic Medical Facility, or simply the Grand Medical Facility. Yeah, that makes more it sense. It later became known as the Emperor Palpatine Surgical Reconstruction Center, commonly referred to the Empal Sir Recon Center. Okay, Empal Sir Recon Center makes more sense than whatever that first Chan one Pal was. Chan Pal. It was <laughs> an imposing spire that dominated the particular stretch of the Galactic City, later Imperial City Skyline. Uh, basically, it was where Darth Vader was rebuilt. Uh, that exp- Why was it so dark then? Oh <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Wait a sec. How far away is Mustafar from Coruscant? Um, they had to fly him out there. It was important. Oh my god, that's, such a, that's probably a long flight. Um, everything in Star Wars takes everything significant in Star Wars takes place on an outer rim world. That's like a huge like distance. That's like a couple days maybe. Yeah. Well, that's what they get a two one two one before. Keep them going for a couple days so we can take them to the, to the Champal Surrecon Center. The 2-1-B and that weird, like, long, tall thing with the weird head and the arms. Yep. That's what I, I got. FX-7? Yeah. You see uh. him destroy, get one destroyed when uh, he goes, no! So Count Dooku's, uh, um, his was on his personal frigate. 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 Uh, frigate? It's a frigate. Is that how you pronounce it? Frigate? Frigate, yes. Like, like, like F it, frigate? Yes. Um, after Anakin Skywalker allowed himself to be captured in prison, and in prison, Obi-Wan rescued him, and the two made their way to the Count's meditation chamber. There they found Dooku sitting cross-legged and meditating on a round platform. 
Um, so what's really interesting about these is nobody closes them up. Everybody has them, but they're just wide open. Yeah, they're just like open little things. They're not hyperbaric capsules or whatever. So the and then the last most important one, obviously, was Vader's. As always is. By the way, Count Dooku's uh, personal frigate. You know what it's called? No, I don't remember. Count Dooku's personal frigate. No wonder I don't remember. Yeah, it, they didn't give it a name. I feel like that's like a mis- misstep. Every time they don't name a ship that somebody has, it yeah. feels like a misstep. Somebody will soon. Yeah. Well, maybe. Su- why hasn't somebody done it yet in like a novel? This is true. It appears in the Clone Wars. It's still canon. I would call it the Donku. Yep. So, uh, just before, I just want to mention that Darth Vader's meditation chamber has appeared several times in the new canon. Has it? Yeah, actually. Um, it was, uh, the way they put it is that it's just a life support pod allowed the Seth Lord to survive extended periods without the mask of, and, uh, the helmet and mask of his suit. Um, it's pretty basic. Uh, they use it a couple of times. It's mostly plot points. They don't really expand on it in any real way. Okay. Um, but, uh, he, approximately five years after the Empire was created... Uh, he tried to... He was on a mission with Wilhuff Tarkin in the novel Tarkin. Oh, wow. Um, on board Tarkin's ship at the time, the Carrion Spike. <laughs> that's is, Tarkin's ship? That's Tarkin's ship. That that's, sounds about right. That's a great name, though. Uh, uh, and it, it is detailed as to why it's called that. It, it's, it's insane. The Carrion Spike is... Um, this mountain in this forest that he had to survive for like 30 days in without, like just left in the middle of the wild. Okay. And uh, the carrion spike is this one spot like he stood on this mountain and it's just like this one like peak and he had to like wait out all these monkeys, that, like evil like giant monkey things that were attacking him. That novel is awesome for like half of it. And then yeah. the other half is like, oh... We'll have Tarkin and Darth Vader doing stuff together. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I, do, I actually do remember the scene in which uh, t- a dozen stormtroopers m- have to move the meditation chamber into the ship. Like they have to carry it with like a hover crane or something and move it into the ship. And apparently the sphere briefly collided with the edge of the ship's cargo hold patch for which Vader grew angry at Sergeant Crest, the one controlling the repulsor lift crane. I'm sure Get Angry At might have been killed. <laughs> yeah. Darth Vader is absolutely okay with killing people. Get Angry At. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just might as well be. Yeah. Right. Um, and then uh, in a recent Star Wars, com- uh, Star Wars comic, specifically Darth Vader number six, Vader part six, <laughs> which is a great title there. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, a group of rebels or something stole the ship um, okay. or uh, or they got a hold of one and uh, they used it to like capture the ship again it has a homing beacon built into it so okay. Darth Vader always knows where the, that thing is interesting um, but here's a more interesting thing uh, that was only included uh, behind the scenes there was an unused take from Empire where it was going to have a scene... Uh, oh, anyway, an unused take from Empire was going to be used for a scene early on in The Return of the Jedi where Vader telepathically communicates with Luke Skywalker. Though this sequence was cut from the film prior to release, it was it lasted long enough to in, 
the cut to be fully scored by John Williams. Oh, wow. So the scene was scored. He was supposed to have a scene where Darth Vader was going to go, Luke, Luke, you should come to me. He's the, I'm using the Force to tell you this. Doing good, kid. <laughs> so that was the deleted scene. Um, are we ready for some toy talk? We are ready for some toy talk. All right. Toy talk. Toy talk. Uh, I had a cab rat toy. Oh, whoa. It was a, um, the three and three quarter inch line. They made these little, like, planets, and the planets opened, I think. I yeah, think yeah. We, the right ones. We had, we had it on the show once where it was, um, Yoda in the... Yeah, um, yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure it was one of the planets, but they had, um... His meditation chamber, like the, it came with a Darth Vader toy inside. It was a round ball, opened up. It was medita- his medita- medita- meditation chamber on the uh, on the inside. Um, cool. It was like not like not like you could put it in like a scene because it had like this weird little base. It looked like it just kind of went on the shelf uh, as like a um, like as a display piece more than like a play piece. I felt that way about all of them. They were more like a, a shelf item than a play item. Yeah. They, Yet yeah. they were like a setting, which is like it should be a play item. It's a rather derpy looking Darth Vader. Well, usually when they come with a um, when it's like a playset with a character or even a vehicle with a character, they don't um, they don't go all out on the character. You know what I will they say? They do it like a, a cheaper mold and less articulation. You know, I will say. You know what the problem is? He doesn't have the thing that goes on top of it, that little, like, wing. So, so it was the Death Star was the outside, because they were all, like, yeah. a planet, and then when it opened up, it was that. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It was just, like... I mean, he could have had one on the Death Star. We don't know. He probably likely did. But what they did that was later that was better was the 500th Star Wars figure. Which is insane as a concept to me. That there was... Actually, the fact that there wasn't 500 until whenever that figure came out. I figured that there was 500 from the beginning. mid-2000s, probably? I would have said that there was 500 fingers way before that. Unless this is only talking about Hasbro, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's only... It wasn't like they didn't, they didn't fold in the Kenner toys or something. Um... But it's, it's really cool. The 500th figure was Darth Vader in his meditation chamber. It's a pretty sweet packaging. I like the packaging. The packaging is really fancy, and the meditation chamber is pretty darn awesome. It's not like the full like hexagonal like, it's, thing. It's, it's all you need. Like it's, it's enough for me to be satisfied. Yeah. It does the trick. It has his helmet. does come off. It has the thing that, you know, that, that pulls it off. And it's like a really cool like centerpiece for a collection, I would say. Hasbro did go all out with, like, that 500th. Um, they really did. It looks really good. Yeah. It's not that stupid Death Star ball thing that, that I did have. Uh, I believe I did have this one, too, but I don't think I have it anymore. With the 500th is, figure? Yeah. Yeah. It's very sad. I have this... Um, so as I'm looking for uh, more toys to talk about, that seems like it's pretty much it. There doesn't appear to be, like, an official Lego one. Which I'm sad. Uh, yeah, did they put it in like like in the background of any of the sets or anything? No, I remember it being in um, in Lego Star Wars, but I don't really remember it being this. You know what? There is one interesting set that looks awesome from the box art here. Which one's it's that? It's a Kenner set, The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Darth Vader's Star Destroyer action play set. Now, it's a very crappy looking toy, admittedly. Yeah. But it does have the meditation chamber. Here it is. Oh wow! Yeah, it's really like it doesn't really quite look exactly. It's just like, a, it's it's not like a ship. It's like a it's a playset. It's a piece of the yeah. Know. But I will say that this artwork is awesome because it's got an upside down Captain Nita <laughs> or Captain <laughs> Piet or maybe uh, Admiral 
Oh, is that what? It's got some really derpy looking stormtroopers. They don't look quite. Yeah, this right. is like this is going back like 1981 or so. Yeah, um, and also in the front is Darth Vader standing in the middle with a lightsaber out, which looks like it's the ones that come out of the hands. Yes, you can it see is. the little the handle handle. And right next to it is a little derpy looking Bosk figure. Yes, an IG88 and a Boba Fett. No so, uh, Zuckus or 4LOM. So let's go back and we will say an awesome looking Bosk. <laughs> Those were the best back then. You know? <laughs> no, I'm just pointing out that he, I guess he just looks a little weird in this picture. See, the thing is, he probably looks awesome in the actual figure. These are like the early yeah. prototype ones that aren't quite, like, especially the Stormtroopers don't look right. And I know the Stormtroopers look fine in that line. I saw a couple Lego, like, custom Lego ones. Which yeah, is, I've seen it's a It's a really cool... It's probably not that difficult of a custom Lego set to build. No, but if you did the full articulation and stuff... Yeah, you need the right really, yeah, pieces. Yeah, you need the right pieces. Another one I saw was Applause. Applause used to make, like, these Star Wars PVC toys um, years and years ago. And they were just... You know, they, they didn't move. They didn't have, like, articulation or anything. Yeah. But they made Vader's Chamber. And it was pretty cool because it did have all the, like, the, the parts that connected in the, you know... It could actually close up. Um, but it was just... That was more of like a little statue for your... And they were soft. They weren't like super well-sculpted designs. They were, they were you know, inexpensive little sculptures for your shelves. I will say that while I've been looking for toys, I did find this. Um, somebody made a 3D, so it's not real. Um, a uh, center of the room fireplace reminiscent of Darth Vader's... <laughs> Wow. Isn't that cool? So it looks like just like like a little fire pit that you would have like in your house. Yeah, like in the center of a room so it's everybody can gather around and like it opens up in the center, like it lifts up in the center and like the, the cent this center piece is like the like the, the, the chimney. Yeah. It that's... looks really cool. Like if you had this in your house, you'd be the best man like ever. Like you'd be the best guy, person even. Anybody. It would be awesome. I want it. I want it more than I, I want anything at the moment. So perhaps one of the coolest ones that I've seen is the. Um, is there a sideshow one? The sideshow has sideshow oh, no. has a Vader, just a, a really amazingly detailed Vader. Character. Yeah, of course. And what it came with was uh, some parts so you could hang his helmet in a like little meditation small chamber. little display meditation chamber, and the helmet like the the top came off just you know it was just kind of hanging off just like it was in the film. Yeah, and that it's and got it's, the, it's just a little like a little display unit, but it's amazing. Yeah, I was hoping that there was a full set that was like three thousand dollars that had a Vader figure in a. Yeah, that would be that would be ideal, but I wouldn't be able to afford it, and I'd be mad. So that's pretty much all the the, the toys that that I know of for the meditation chamber, but. Um, just so you can know where this, this whole episode even spawned from was our friend Flip from the podcast Flip the Table. Name drop. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a very good uh, board game podcast about usually old, terrible games, and they play through them with a current you know mindset and see how they go. And sometimes they go terribly, and sometimes they actually go well. But uh, Flip's a good friend, and, and he is a fan of the show, and he said to me, um, have you have you guys done an episode on Darth Vader's meditation chamber? And I wrote back, you mean cab rat? <laughs> <laughs> and, and he was like, um, and I said, you know, there's four different ones of them. And he was like, that's amazing, you know, and there, I, it sounds like there's more to the story. Oh, and I told him there was, I have the toy of it. And he, sends, he said, it sounds like there's more to the story of it. And I was like, well, let's look into it, you know. 
Um, so that was kind of the impetus for this episode. And if anybody has any other ideas like that, that's, you know... Please send them um, our way. Yeah, we'll definitely. We'll, we'll definitely take requests. Yeah. Um, and it spawns into this crazy stuff like Bast Castle, which we... Um, I still don't understand. We Yeah, and we wouldn't have been able to talk about it, you know, otherwise. So so it's, it's cool stuff. Yeah. Are we ready for a final question? Yes. I do know the final question. Okay. So my final question is this. You have recently gotten into a lightsaber battle on the planet of Mustafar, and you have been reconstructed into some sort of more machine now than man rebreathing thing. You can... Darth Vader is what I'm saying. <laughs> you oh, have, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure where you were going with this. You have to make a meditation chamber. What do you add to your meditation chamber to improve upon it? Or what changes would you make to Darth Vader's uh, meditation chamber to make it better for him? Okay, so to me, this is this is a similar question to like if you could make your own dream like room, what would it yeah. be? Yeah. Um, but it's more of but like you, a like a like a like a sitting room than a than a open yeah. room. You guys have to think about it like if there was any medical things you might want or as well. Like yeah. there's a lot of stuff you can add to it. Well, this and I'm isn't a room that, you're going to like sit and watch TV. This is a room that you're going for a couple things. One, peace and quiet. Yep. Two, uh, commun- private communication. Yep. Three, possibly hiding things. Yeah. Okay. So, like, what would you want? Now, of course, your version of meditation might be different. Maybe meditation for you is watching TV. Maybe there's a specific TV show that puts you into a trance. Who knows? People need things to relax. Okay. So, first thing I need is it isn't going to be that, like, hard metal chair that he has that he sits on or whatever it is, like the throne. Yep. Beanbag chair. Nice big one. Like, those ones that are, like, $400 in the mall. Oh, yeah. So, it's going to fill this, like, sphere shape with just yeah. this, like, the it's whole bottom is a beanbag chair. Like a beanbag couch, maybe. So, you could lay on it as yes. well. Like, it's long enough that you could, like... I would need, like, 100 iPhone ports to charge my phone. <laughs> Why do you need more than one? Because <laughs> it's never enough. <laughs> oh, you have, like, you got your iPad. It should just be, like... <laughs> like the perimeter should just be all ports. So wherever I am on that beanbag chair, I can plug in my phone. Ideally, it would just charge my phone in there. Yeah. I wouldn't even need the port. Um, but uh, the whole top half is a hollow screen. You know? Okay. So, you know, for, for communication. Um, with uh, easy, like an easy off switch to turn it off. So I don't want it. I, don't, I, can, I, can, I can zone out. Yep. Um, and probably the thing that best will get me to zone out is like, let me think back. Like, if I was in high school and I had to like, I just had a really long day and I wanted to go home and take a nap, which surprisingly happened a lot. I would go home and put on Radiohead OK Computer and pass out. Ooh. So, a really decent sound system in there. Okay. Like, it could be surround sound because well, yeah, it's a it's circle. A, it's a circle. Um, so it's a really good surround sound. I don't think I want a television or anything like that. Um, just because I don't want that, like, I want to zone out. I want to, yeah. uh, you know, forget the outside world. I do need my iPhone in there, but, you know. Yeah. Um, the, that's pretty much it. And maybe I would fill it with some sort of, um, like, he's got that, like, that, like, cooling thing. Yeah. Um, it would definitely, definitely have, like, like. Uh, central air, you know, yeah, like right. I would keep it at 60, 
67, 60, 68 degrees at all times. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you completely on that. My <laughs> mind would definitely be 67 degrees at all time. And I could wear, and uh, there was like a little hoodie rack on it, just yep. in case I was a little cold. Yeah, I don't mind being cold and putting on a sweater. I yeah. do not want a drip of sweat. I want no no heat. And like, so, um, mine would essentially be, it would basically be an advanced, like, computer. Okay. And it would only be able to really do like two things. One, I could hook up a, a tablet and draw. Um, That's a good idea. With, with a, like, Photoshop and, like whatever else what other programs I need to draw and uh, play and it would have a controller or maybe a keyboard and mouse that I could play with and it would just be Battlefront 2 that's like, it just <laughs> battle like it, like you could hook up the whole thing to Steam and all but all I need is Battlefield 2 that game puts me into like a deep meditative trance yeah it's like the closest thing I've ever had to like losing my mind <laughs> like to like like being completely free of everything I played it last the other night and it was just like three hours later. I looked up. I, was, I looked at the clock. I was like, "Oh, I've been doing this for three hours." <laughs> I started like, <laughs> like it, like it just time just passes when I play that game. So there's just a relaxation to it. Yes. So it would definitely have that, and there would definitely be that. And um, I think it would be leather, leather chair, leather couch, soft, pliable. But it needs to be hard enough that I can, like, sit up and relax. To me, I need that. Yeah. Like, I want to be able to, like, lean my chair back. Like, I want, like, a nice, like, office chair more than I want, like, something I could lay on. Because, I don't like, like, I, I lay down a lot and I, I don't like laying down. I have an office eat. chair that kind of looks like it comes from Darth Vader's <laughs> The back is, like, taller than my head. It's, it's pretty awesome. I got, I got... I got a crazy one at, at my work, at uh, not work, but I should bring it into work at the, uh, where I live right now. It's just like huge. It's about as big as me. It's all leather. It's crazy. It's like the most ridiculous chair. Amazing. I, I, but, um, and uh, I guess I would want all of my medical stuff to be handled in this chamber. I don't, like, I want like arms with like syringes if need be, like whatever. <laughs> Whatever bull so crap the, I need. It's interesting because the medicine I'm taking right now is for my scalp. I have this uh, these drops, and I could simply use the thing that Vader has that puts his helmet right on <laughs> yeah, like, to, to put my scalp drops on. Like you see the arm come down, it's like. <laughs> it's very difficult because they say you have to massage it in your head, but it just gets in my hair. I can't do it right. Yeah. That thing might be able to just do it. Well, it's a robot arm. Robot I might just have two umbi in there. At all I prefer. I would prefer robot. Uh, doctors to real doctors like without a, within a heartbeat like if you told me oh robot doctors it's funny you me. say within a heartbeat because they don't have a heartbeat yeah, it's true within a within a microsecond brain whatever it is at the, the transfer thing uh, so uh, vocab recap which I just dubbed the new name of our vocab recap which is hard to say but yeah. star WTF vocab recap this is the words we've learned today. Yes. Uh, words, terms, episode. people. Uh, cab rat would be the first one, which is a meditation chamber. Yep. It's an ancient Sith word. Uh, the terror. Uh, it is it's a, another Star Destroyer. Was it a Super Star Destroyer or just a Star Destroyer? A uh, Dreadnought. A Star Dreadnought. I believe that is a Super Star Destroyer, but don't question, don't quote me on that. Um, Bast Castle, which is on the Jin or Vien. Vien? Which is Darth Vader's castle. The acid rain-soaked world of Vien, I should note. That doesn't sound like a good place. No, it doesn't. We didn't get into the acid rain. No. Uh, um, Vasus Mar uh, was a Knights of the Old Republic uh, female character who killed Darth uh, Nihilus. 
Interesting. Uh, yeah, very interesting. That's a good one that you can pull out sometime. And yeah, I'm, I'm sure that if you played KOTOR 2 or whatever, you might know this, but I never played that game. So <laughs> I played the first one. Uh, Lord Khan. He was uh, the leader of the Brotherhood of Darkness. Uh, he was the bad guy, the antagonist in Darth Bane, and he was the person trying to make the Sith a united whole as opposed to a fractured cult of some sort. And most importantly, the Chan Pal Surikon Center. <laughs> Which, or the Empal Surikon Center. Depends on when you went. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know if they had a little staff change over time to him, but it got a little a little crazier as time went on. Do you but... think he like do you think he changed it to the Empal whatever? Because he was like, Oh, I'm an emperor now, you're gonna make it, and this nickname that you've given it, it's gonna be this way. So that you remember that I'm the emperor and you're just that guy. Well, it's like President Obama has like he was a senator and he had the the senator. What Obama, would you have like, like library? Like the what? senator library. Like when he turns president, you think he was like make that the presidential library. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure the people who own the library wanted to. The, the senator Barack Obama bench is now the president Barack Obama bench. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but the Chan Pal Star Recon Center was first most the place that they. Reconstructed. Uh, it's on, on Coruscant where they reconstructed Darth Vader, uh, Anakin into Darth Vader. But it's the tallest building there, and it's it stood for many years and has become. It's been a medical center the entire time. It also may as well be um, the same as Palpatine's uh, his not his castle on Coruscant. What do they call that? His the palace, palace, because that was also. The um, tallest building. So that was the tallest building, Coruscant. The second tallest was, I guess, Darth Vader's, and the third tallest was Prince Caesar's. Yes, um, and we learned all that today. So take that with you on your Star Wars journeys. Yes, um, and I think that's it. That makes another episode of Star WTF, as as uh, suggested by Flip Flory. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Flip. This was a good episode to do. I like the cab rap. I don't like saying cab rap because it makes it feel stupid, but the real title is way too long. So, <laughs> Exactly. Um, thanks for listening. Catch us next time. Follow yeah. us online. And join us next time. We find something to talk about somehow less important. Thanks. <laughs>